Okay, this morning uh, we're going to conclude, at least for a time, uh, our series of, called Wisdom and Truth from the Proverbs. And hopefully, <clears throat> excuse me, we have addressed some things that have been helpful to you. As I mentioned in the beginning, Proverbs is filled with wisdom and truth about things that we should do and things that we should not do. And in drawing this to a close, uh, I want us to consider something that, that might seem on the surface to be ordinary, uh, mundane, common, however you want to put that. At least in the, the big picture of, of life. But I believe that we will see quite the contrary to be true. Because we're going to take a look at a familiar saying from Proverbs, which in addition to sounding beautiful, is filled with a powerful message. So if you'd like to turn in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 25, and we're going to read verse 11. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. Heavenly Father, we come to you today to consider these words. It's a beautiful saying, and, and Father, it has a lot of powerful truth. And I pray that you will help us to understand that today, that we might apply it in our lives. Speak to us today, Father, and may what we do here bring honor to you. May it draw us closer to you, and may we be challenged to live for you in our lives. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. My youngest daughter, Crystal, <clears throat> is a writer. Uh, what you see here is uh, she was at some sort of book event. I'm not really sure what it was, but she had a table that displayed some of her books uh, that she has written. Uh, they're all romance books, but it's, shall we say, it's Christian romance. It's romance written with an underlying theme of how to live and love as a Christian would. And uh, her books have a lot of humor in them, and they're very touching. And uh, she has written, I believe, 11 of them now. And so uh, I'm very proud of her. In fact... I'm so proud, I want you to see her picture. That's my daughter, Crystal. I think I told you that uh, I used to wonder if she ever read my Word to Grow By articles that I always put in the bulletin back when she was a teenager. Because uh, she never said anything about it. But I found out just a, just a few years ago that she actually kept all of them. So maybe, maybe I had some small part in her love for words. As I told you last week uh, when we started that message, I, I do have this love for words from the time I was a teenager. Uh, 
And you recall I told you about my dad giving me that book, Words, Word Power Made Easy. That and the fact that my dad was also a creative writer, uh, it was very easy to see in his sermons the creativeness of his writing. Uh, he also wrote plays. So I suppose that some of that that I have in, in my life that I enjoy uh, came from my father. Words. That's what we're going to talk about today. We use them day in, day out. Most of the time we give little thought to our words. Sometimes they flow out of us like water out of a tap. Sometimes uh, we have trouble finding words that we, that we want to say. Mostly, we give little, if any, thought to the words we use. Speaking is it's just what we do. We talk. Now, maybe sometimes we talk too much. I have met a few people in my life that I had decided their mouths were made by GE because <laughs> they were real motor mouths. Maybe sometimes we talk too little. Uh, perhaps it's we fear saying something wrong. Or maybe we just don't want to get involved in the conversation. Or maybe we think we have nothing to offer. Or maybe we're just contemplative and we think things through before we respond. Whatever the case, we all use words. And if you really stop and think about it, the fact that we can communicate with words is really amazing. Because words, whether they're spoken or written, they contain ideas, huge ideas, just from a word, concepts, uh, pictures, a word puts a picture in our minds, feelings, words cause questions, words bring doubts, words give understanding, uh, words bring amazement to us sometimes, uh, words can bring joy, they can bring sorrow, they can bring pain, and they can bring beauty. Words, they can generate love, hate, pleasure, anger, trust, all this just from words. And with them, we can convey the essence of who we are. And what we believe, words are very powerful. They are hardly mundane. So let's turn then to this Proverbs and consider the power of words. Let me read that again. Proverbs 25, verse 11. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. Like apples of gold in settings of silver. Can you see that in your mind? Does that put a picture in your mind? See what I mean? Words bring pictures to our mind. 
They set our minds in motion. We respond. We react on the basis of words. Sometimes we're moved. Sometimes we're repelled. But words, they they stir up emotion in us. We not only see a picture the word puts in our minds, we feel a response to the word or the words that we hear. So it's no wonder that the proverb writer, who is using words to convey wisdom and truth, makes a point of emphasizing the power of words. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances, or as the English Standard Version reads, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. You remember that passage from Ecclesiastes chapter 3? In the King James Version it reads, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under heaven. And in verse 7 of that passage, it reads, There is a time to be silent and a time to speak. Now, in my life, and I'm sure in yours too, I've encountered people who, who, just, who just thought they had to give their two cents about anything and everything. Didn't make any difference what it was about. They just had to give their two cents. And a lot of times that's about all it's worth. Now I've been told <clears throat> that I am too quiet. And I know from experience some people are put off by that. Uh, but I've come to understand that sometimes the reason for this is is that they feel like I'm sort of standing back and being judgmental. Other times, uh, they think I'm just really disinterested and don't really care what they have to say. The truth is, I like to think I take after my dad. He was a quiet man, but he was a good listener. He took things in, but usually only spoke when he felt what he had to say was truly beneficial and could contribute to the understanding of the conversation. I know I've shared this little incident with you before. But I'll never forget when I was a young teenager, I must have been like 14, maybe 15 years old. My mom got me out of bed in the middle of the night and told me that my dad wanted me to go with him. And without going into the whole story again, because I told it to you before, there was an elderly gentleman in the community, this was back in West Village in the farming community, whose son had committed suicide. So my dad took me with me over there in the middle of the night. We went into the house, and all the lights were out except the light in this one room 
where this man sat in a chair and there was a lamp beside him. It was, it was kind of sur surreal. It was almost like a movie scene where the spotlight was on this one, one gentleman. But there were people, friends, lined around the wall of the house, of the room. My dad went in and uh, he knelt down beside the man. The man was crying loudly and he was cursing God. Now what would you say in the face of such utter grief, agony, and anger? The man tried a little bit to say how sorry he was for the way he was talking. He was to my dad. My dad simply said, it's okay. God understands your pain. He understands your anger. He's hurting too. Now someone else might have felt they needed to defend God and correct the man for cursing God. But I believe Dad's words were fitly spoken. Have you ever thought about words as being a gift. You know, in our journey through life, we are surrounded by words that are little more than noise. And sometimes, maybe too often, we are the source of that noise. We talk about Nothing at all. We just talk. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't make anyone's life any better. It doesn't open anyone's eyes. It's just talk. And it blends in with all the rest of the noise, like from the TV, or the gossips, or the detractors, or the complainers, or the know-it-alls. So much of the use of words is just noise. But sometimes, sometimes, maybe when it's least expected, we hear words that are like a gift. I started doing something a long time ago and I know it sometimes catches people off guard. And I know some people might even question my motive. But it hasn't kept me from doing it. I firmly believe that when I have the opportunity to compliment someone or to give them a word of encouragement, I should do it. Even if they are perfect strangers and that's the only time in my life I will ever see them, I will do it. Why? Because it just might be the very word they need to hear. 
it might just very well be that that word, that encouragement, that compliment will make their day or their week or their month. It might very well be the only time that day, that week, that month, that someone gives them a gift that doesn't ask for anything in return. It might be the word that makes a change in their life. A word, you see, can be a gift. There is uh, no shortage of people ready to tell you what's wrong, ready to put people down, belittle them. Often these are the people for whom this is the only way they know how to make themselves feel better is by putting other people down. But what if we could learn to see our words as gifts. Gifts to be given to others, to lift them up, to build them up, to hold them up, to pull them up, to help them see themselves in a positive light, to help them rise above all the negativism that surrounds them? What if we could come to people and hand them a gift of gold in a setting of silver? A word that could make all the difference in their life. Speaking of Jesus, the Bible says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. God gave us His Word, His gift. He gave us His Word in the form of His Son. That Word was God's gift to us. And when we hear it, it changes everything. Our words can be gifts that quite possibly will change everything for someone else. You never know the effect, the power of what you say is on someone else's life. From a word that is uttered in kindness thoughtfulness, gratitude, encouragement to the word that is itself the gift of life, Jesus. Our words should be gifts of gold in settings of silver. Words. They're very powerful. And your bulletin today is 
my word to grow by called words. I know that I've had that in there before. But I put it in again because it goes with the message this morning. And I want to read it to you. Words. Words can be building blocks or they can be wrecking balls. Words can fill a cold heart with warmth or they can cause embers to turn cold. Words can raise the hopes of someone who dreams or they can dash those dreams to hopelessness. Words can give insight and direction to a seeker or they can blind eyes that might have seen. Words can strengthen a weary heart or they can drain that strength away. Words can raise the confidence of one who doubts or they can drive doubt to despair. Words can support the efforts of one who tries or they can undermine all motivation. Words can heal a hurting heart and stop its bleeding or they can pierce it through and through. Words can open doors and draw others in, or they can build walls and keep them out. Words can bring smiles across someone's sullen face, or they can deepen the sadness in their eyes. Words can be God's tool to bring people to the cross, or they can be the weapon that drives them away. Words can be honey to someone's soul, or they can poison them for life. Words, they tell us much. Jesus said, our words show our heart. Words of anger, resentment, hatred, words that denigrate others, they say much about the one who speaks them. Let us consider our words. They say more than we know. Words. Consider them well. God does. So think about your words. Think about them as being a gift that you can give to others that just might make all the difference in their life. The proverb writer says, like apples of gold in a setting of silver are words fitly spoken. Heavenly Father, thank you for the truth of your word. Help us in our lives to be people who give, give our words as gifts to others, not to tear them down, but to build them up, to encourage them, to help them. Help us, Father, to use our words to glorify you and to help others. And we ask it in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and sing our song of dedication this morning.
I think this morning we'll just let that be our closing song. So uh, let's have a prayer and go into our week and think carefully about your words. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for the privilege, the opportunity, the joy of coming to together as a family and, and worshiping you. And Father, now as we leave this place, may we go into this world as your people, may we live as your people, may we reach out to others with your love. Help us, Father, to be your people in this coming week. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. God bless. Have a great week.